Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Your Weekly Lift. Genuinely love planning and recording for these each week. It is probably one of the favourite, my favourite parts of my work schedule Um, and genuinely so grateful if you listen, like, comment, share. Um, It really does mean the world. So wanted to start off the podcast today by saying a massive thank you. So another podcast which I am recording ahead of time because Fridays is my normal recording day as you guys probably know by now Um, and the podcast always drops on Monday but very excitingly come Monday I am actually going to be working from a villa in Bali for a month. So if you follow my Instagram or maybe you're a client Um, you might know that my New Year's resolution this year is around freedom and enjoying the fact that I don't have any ties right now. So I don't have kids, I don't have dogs, as much as I'd love a dog, I am not ready for that commitment. So this year for me is about doing things and experiencing things that I perhaps maybe can't do when I get a dog or when I have kids and just make the most of this time in my life. So the fact that I can work from anywhere, I obviously feel truly and incredibly lucky. So we have booked to go for a month to work in a villa in Bali and just get a change of scenery and work from a hotter climate. And obviously I will be spending my free time exploring the country, but otherwise it te- it is just business as usual. And you know what guys, I've even had people say, why would you go all the way to Bali to work? If I was in Bali, I wouldn't want to be working. And it's like, well, I'd rather be working in the four walls of a villa in Bali than I would a four walls of the villa in my house in the minus six in the UK. Thank you very much, Karen. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but people have said that to me and people sometimes just don't get it, but I'm, it's fine. People don't have to get it. Um, I know that I'll be spending my free time um, seeing what I need to see. And for me, it's about a different environment and experiencing a different culture for a month. So that is very exciting. So by the time this podcast drops, I will be there. And when I next record a podcast, it will be whilst I'm there. So I will definitely give you an update of how it's going and how I'm getting on. Anyway, this podcast isn't actually about Bali today, but I do like to give you guys a little life update each week as to what is going on. Um, And I'm actually going to be chatting to you about how you can manage eating out into your diet when you are trying to lose fat. Because January tends to be a bit of a quieter month for most. And I know that we all really appreciate that quiet time post-Christmas where perhaps we start our New Year's resolutions or perhaps we are obviously trying to lose fat and we're continuing that journey. But 
as January tends to go on and we start getting paid towards the end of the month and February hits, the social events start to ramp up again. And if you're anything like me, I tend to eat out maybe at least once a week. Um, And so this topic is actually something I'm really passionate about because it's one of the whole reasons I actually started coaching in the first place is because I wanted to show women like me that you can get results, you can work towards your goals and you don't have to do it by sacrificing a social life and feeling guilty every time you want to go out for drinks with the girls. And this week in particular, I have had a lot of menus in my inbox. So if you are a coaching client, um, I will always provide full nutritional support. And part of that support is helping um, my lovely ladies navigate menus when they are going out. And that might be helping them choose a better option for their calories or helping them learn how to set aside a certain amount of calories for their um like within their calorie target um and yeah it can vary but I've I seem this week to have more menus than not so I thought do you know what let's do a podcast on eating out and how you can eat out with confidence um and still see results at the end of the week So there's always a lot of anticipation when a meal goes in your diary and all of a sudden you might be on a really good track with your food and your workouts and you go into panic mode because you think, oh, this meal out is going to throw me off or it's going to be really tricky to fit in. And a lot of energy and a lot of stress goes into the actual meal itself. But actually what people don't realise is, is the prep work and there are things you can do on the lead up to the meal out that make a massive difference. So firstly, I wanna talk about what you would do before you go out for a meal or what you can do before you go out for a meal, should I say, um, to help you incorporate that meal out into your calories. So the first thing I want you to do um, is think about the week ahead. So if you are calorie counting, I normally suggest banking calories and when I was trying to lose fat this is exactly was exactly how I managed my weeks so instead of seeing my calorie goal as a daily goal I actually saw it as a weekly goal so I would times my daily calorie number by seven and as long as I was in that number by the end of the week I wasn't really worried about how I made those calories up in terms of what I used on what day So if you are somebody that knows you like to go out at the weekend, I suggest doing something called calorie banking. And when I say calorie banking, I don't mean eating 500 calories on one day and then eating the rest on another. I tend to say if you are going to do this, then I would stick to a 50 to 100 calorie rule. And that basically means that you take your daily calorie number and you take off 100 calories for five days of the week. What that would then do is it would give you 500 calories to use on the other day of the week. Oh my God, guys, so typical. I'm getting my floor done downstairs in the hallway right now. They've been silent for this last two days and now I can hear them. Don't even know what they're doing, drilling? I don't know, do you drill to do a floor? Um, So if you can hear a little bit of building work in the background, then I apologize. 
Anyway, so saving some calories back to use on the day that you might have the meal out is going to give you flexibility. It's going to give you more calories to play with and it's going to mean that you can go and maybe have a higher calorie meal than what you normally would without feeling like you're going to ruin your progress. Rule number two is to not go out starving. So many of us think, oh, I'm going out for a meal later so I need to starve myself all day. Skipping meals to compensate a meal out in the evening is gonna do two things. Firstly, it's gonna make you start believing that you need to earn that meal out or you need to almost punish yourself for having that meal out um, when actually that doesn't have to be the case. Secondly, you're gonna go out starving which basically means you're much more likely to overeat when you get there because you're ravenous, right? Have you ever got home from work and you don't have like a meal planned and then you end up just raiding the cupboards because you need something quick and then you just can't stop eating because you're so hungry? So I want you to start thinking about the day ahead. So normally when I'm going out for a meal at the weekend, I actually slightly restructure my day. So instead of maybe having three meals in a day, breakfast, lunch and dinner, I'll actually push my breakfast back a little bit and I'll have more of a brunch. So a more filling breakfast and lunch and then the dinner will end up being probably a little bit earlier than what I'd normally eat dinner and because I know it might be two courses or more than what I would normally eat for dinner I tend to just stick to the two meals that day so I'm not saying go out starving but I'm equally not saying stick to your normal routine because actually your normal routine may mean that you can't actually really fit that meal in very easily. So think about the timing of your meal, think about what you'll be having and then plan your day around it accordingly so that you don't go out absolutely starving or you feel like you've starved yourself all day to earn that meal. And then when you are dieting, it is really useful in kind of all areas to think ahead, Um, which may take a little bit of enjoyment out the meal i'm not somebody that likes to look at the menu ahead of time but i know a lot of people do um but if you are someone like me that does like that spontaneity and you like picking when you get there this can be a little bit tough to do but it's almost like bringing yourself back to your priorities and your priority right now might be losing fat and that means you want that more than anything or above anything else which means there will have to be sacrifices to get there So, for example, in this case, you might choose a restaurant that has calories on the menu and therefore you can pick a little bit more wisely. Um, Or you might download the menu in advance and ask your coach for some advice if you have a coach. Or you might think, okay, do you know what? I can have that and I can plan that into my calories by allowing for this. So look ahead at what is available and go into the meal prepared with maybe what you're going to have and how many calories you're going to set aside for it because that is going to make all the difference and it's definitely going to make you feel much more confident going into the meal. A little top tip for this actually is if you are planning on tracking your calories when you go out for dinner which if again you're somebody who does it regularly will need to learn how to do this with confidence then I actually put the meal out into my fitness pal or whatever calorie tracking device you're using first and then I work backwards from it Um, and what that does is it makes me ensure that I have enough calories for the meal out and then I can tweak my food around it to make sure that it fits. 
And then the last thing for before you go out is reminding yourself you don't have to go into all or nothing mode. Quite often it is not the meal out that does the damage, it's all of your actions around it and that all or nothing mindset that you could get yourself into that actually makes the difference. So for example, you may have a step goal that you want to hit. So you might say to yourself, right, before I go out tonight, I'm going to make sure I have done my 10,000 steps. Or if I've got a workout left to do this week, I'm going to make sure that workout's ticked off and I give it maximum effort. And that's not to earn the calories or to burn the calories that you're about to eat at night. It's just about reminding yourself that it doesn't have to be all or nothing and that there are still very, very many but I don't even know if that's right. There are still many variables that you can control in your week and that one meal out is really just a small part of it. Okay, so you get out for your meal, you might be meeting a friend, you might be going with your partner, you might be going with your family. What do you do? So when you are picking from the menu, if your menu, if you haven't looked in advance or perhaps what you're having or chose to have isn't on the menu, then there are options you can look for that are more likely going to be lower calorie than not. So a really good example of this is looking for words like baked or grilled. These words tend to suggest that it's been a healthier cooking process. So for example, it won't be deep fried in oil, which is going to massively get the calories up. It's a much, it's more likely going to be a healthier dish or a lower calorie dish, should I say. You probably want to avoid any foods that are higher in fats. And that's not because fat makes you put on fat. It's because foods that are high in fats tend to hold more calories. So for example, anything kind of creamy based or cheesy based um, is going to be probably high in calories because it normally will hold things like double cream or full fat cheese, which is going to get the calories up. So if you were choosing between like a spaghetti carbonara and some kind of um, chicken based tomato pasta, then you would go for the tomato pasta because the sauce of the pasta is much more likely to have less calories than the creamy one. Now, I just want to stress, guys, I'm not telling you what to eat. Obviously, you can go out and choose whatever you want off the menu, but this podcast is here to help you lose fat and these are kind of the options that I would suggest looking for if you're trying to do that. The second thing is don't take the menu as gospel. So quite often you might be like oh I really want to have the chicken burger but I really don't want the chunky chips that go with it Um, or there's a really healthy salmon with potatoes dish here but I don't really like salmon. So in that case ask for swaps like I am sure the waitress would be more than happy to swap things for you if you were to ask but if you don't ask you don't get and sometimes you know we can feel like we're being fussy we can feel like we're being difficult but do you know what like if I worked in a restaurant or when I did work in a coffee shop I actually just wanted the customer to be happy with whatever they were having and to enjoy their food so don't feel like you're being fussy or difficult like your is your meal and you're paying for it so you know, ask for the swaps if there are alternatives that you can have. Now, when you are on a meal out, it can be really easy to get carried away in the moment. So that might be if you're with a friend and they say, oh, go on, let's have a bottle of wine and share it. Or you might be like, oh, do you know what? I am going to have pudding. So one thing I would say to you guys is make a decision before you go and stick to that decision once you're there. 
because you made that decision when you were in a rational state of mind and that is what you truly, truly wanted to do. So when you're in the moment and you get carried away, you're actually just making a spontaneous spur of the moment decision that you're probably going to regret the minute you walk out of the door. You may even regret it once you've ordered it because I think we've all been there and done that when you've ordered that third course and you know you really didn't need it and you've done it because everyone else is doing it and you feel guilty. So make sure when you do go to the mill, you go into the mill with a plan and when you're there, do not be swayed by your decision because you made that decision when you truly wanted to make it and that was the decision that you need to stick to. And yeah, do you know what? It might be awkward to tell a friend that you don't want to have the glass of wine or it might be awkward when you get a comment about the fact that you're not having pudding. But nobody has to understand your journey other than you. And yes, you might feel uncomfortable for all of two minutes, but do you know what? You can go home, you can move on with your life and you can feel good about it come the next day instead of actually just making choices that you're making because other people are commenting on them. And that's why it's really important that when you do go into the mill with a plan, you go into the mill with a plan that you're happy with. So don't go into it thinking that you should be having this and therefore you're going to have to have it. Like make a decision that you're happy with and that aligns with your values because then you're going to feel good about your decision when you make it. And when other people do make comments, you can be confident in that decision. Whereas if you're just doing what somebody else has told you to do or what you think you should be doing, you're probably going to resent the fact that you make are making that decision and therefore you're going to probably resent the process and this is where a lot of people fall down is they see it as a chore to have to navigate their the menu into their calories or they see it as um sacrifice having to say no to the the free courses when normally they would just say yes and do you know what guys like that is going to be a level of sacrifice with fat loss and like i said previously in this podcast if you want to lose fat then you have to make it a priority and that means it has to come above everything else and if you don't want to lose fat and you don't want to make those decisions then by all means go ahead do exactly what you would want to do but if you made the decision to want to lose fat in the first place then you're probably just going to get carried away by temporary pleasures so try and enjoy it try and make the most of it and be happy with the fact that you're living a healthier lifestyle and that you're maybe not going to come away from the mill feeling sick and bloated and riddled with guilt because you've overindulged it's not about restriction but is about restraint there always is going to have to be some element of restraint when it comes to fat loss because if there wasn't then we probably won't get anywhere then normally you get home from the mill and maybe it hasn't gone to plan or maybe you have eaten a little bit more than what you said you're going to do and we step on the scales to assess the damage now when you've been out for a meal, the worst thing you can do the next morning is get on those scales. Firstly, because the scales are only one form of progress and they really are not the be all and end all. But when you eat outside of your normal routine, you will hold on to water. You may have eaten foods that are a little bit higher in salt um, and your food volume will have naturally been higher so for example say your dinner is normally 500 calories and an average meal out is about a thousand calories then naturally you're going to have higher food volume in your system which is going to then 
reflect on the scales. So the scales will fluctuate and just because you've gone out and eaten last night and they've gone up, it doesn't mean that that meal out has made you put on fat. It just means you're holding on to a little bit more water and that's really important to remind yourself of after a meal out because the scales will fluctuate nine times out of 10 because of it. And it can be easy to think that you've ruined progress or you need to assess the damage when really you actually just need to stay away from the scales and carry on with your normal routine. And that kind of leads into my second point is don't feel like you have to earn it back. I know I mentioned about banking calories at the start of the week on a preparation or lead up to a meal, but I certainly wouldn't suggest bringing them back the day after because you don't know what's going to happen the day after. You might be extra hungry that day or you might find that you get yourself into a mindset of like a binge restrict. So you overeat the night before and then you um, end up under eating drastically by too much on the day after and then that'll have a knock-on effect for the rest of the week. So all I would suggest guys is just get back to your normal routine. You don't have to do extra cardio, you don't have to reduce down your calories, just get back to some kind of normality and consistency as soon as possible and don't let that meal out spiral into three more days of overeating. And the last piece of advice I'd have when it comes to eating out, guys, is please don't avoid it. Please don't feel guilty for it. Please don't feel like it's not something you can do when you are dieting because you absolutely can. I help women do it every single week and I myself have done it. Um, To get better at something, um, to get better at navigating eating out when into calories or to get better at learning self-control when you are out and not indulging in three or four courses when and naturally only having two or to get better at getting back to your plan after a meal out and not letting it spiral for the whole weekend you have to put yourself in situations where you can practice that it's no different if you were training to run a marathon you wouldn't expect to get to the start line and just be able to run the marathon off the bat you would expect to be have put yourself in situations where you're running similar mileage beforehand in order to achieve that goal. So if you avoid eating out or if you sack off your calories every single time you go out because it's not possible or it's too hard, then you're never ever going to get better at it. So you have to put yourself in situations and testing situations to be able to overcome it. And eventually you will get to a point where you can eat out with confidence, with ease, without guilt, but it might take a few times of doing it, a few times of planning, a few times of sacrifice, a few times of worry to get better at it. But if you truly want to get better at it, you have to be willing to put in that work and that effort to get there. And I'm a big believer in this, guys, because there is no point trying to achieve a fat loss goal or there is no point losing the fat that you want to lose if you don't incorporate your normal life because the minute you go back to eating normal foods or the minute you go back to eating out after you've lost the weight you'll have no idea how to maintain that weight loss because you haven't actually incorporated regular day-to-day life or social events into that fat loss goal so the more normal or the more realistic way you can do it 
the better. And yes, it might be slower. Yes, you might not lose a stone in two weeks. But what you will do is truly learn how to lose fat in a way that is realistic, the way that is sustainable, and most of all, actually enjoyable. Because the alternative is, is you say no to friends, you feel guilty every time you go out, you overindulge, and you tell yourself stories about yourself like you have no self-control or no discipline, and you don't actually get anywhere. So this is the best way and I really, really hope that this podcast has given you confidence or ideas on what you can do with your next meal out. And if you do need extra help with your nutrition and navigating social events and you want to be able to go out with friends with confidence and still lose fat at the same time then I have released five spaces for my coaching in February so I'm going to leave the link to my website with all of the information on there about how you can get yourself one of those places um, there is a little form to fill in or alternatively you can whatsapp me and we can chat a little bit more about whether coaching is for you and whether I am the right fit. So I hope you all have fantastic weeks and if you are going out this weekend or you are going out at some point soon then I hope that you use the ideas that I have given you in today's podcast to be able to enjoy it with confidence. I'll speak to you all soon guys, see you later.